Welcome to Sports, 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 the Donger Derby of Sports, apparently, <laughs> from all over the place this week. Uh, with me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And long pause, but not quite a full stop, it's the M-Dash, Big City Adam. Hello! And uh, uh, it's uh. me, the question... Sorry to uh, step on your line there. Um, yeah, you definitely stepped right on it. Uh, we can start over. Who are you? We, won't. we could start Who? over, but we won't. No. Nah. Yeah. And me, we'll the question mark... Uh, you guys oh, stop right. stepping over my... Like you're the question yeah. mark. Yeah. And me, the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports. I'm Rowdy. Gentlemen, <laughs> it's episode oh. 302. How yeah. are we? Doing good. I'm doing just fine. All, All right. right. Well, that's not Great. that's not encouraging. My tea is building by the moment. We're yeah, gonna we're, we're gonna up. we're gonna get up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Snoop's not with us this week. He decided to uh, venture north to <laughs> see if he can see the northern lights. Uh, so we'll keep you posted on uh, whether Which or not he didn't know he about <laughs> when he went up there. <laughs> yeah, happy accident. That's what yeah. we call that. Yeah. I think they're on their way to Minnesota. Um, Did they go through the UP? N- uh, you know. That's a good question. I like how I don't when know. you texted him, "Where are you?" and he never replied. Never replied. <laughs> Uh, okay, he did just text me, though. Oh, great. Uh, th- to what? say that he is in for attending um, Farm Aid. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, big so news that's gonna in be a, central Indiana. Yeah, that's going to be a, a sports, sports, sports official outing as long as we can get tickets at a decent that's right. price. That's um, right. Yeah, Noblesville, Indiana. Um, so... Dave Matthews Band fans, lay off until we can secure our tickets, please. Yep. <laughs> please. Please. We, we're going to nap during Dave uh, Matthews I just, Band. Yeah, so. I just got word that Tim Reynolds uh, died in a skydiving accident. So, oh, uh, yeah, no so there's no, there's no need to, shows. yeah, there's no need to go uh, to yeah. see Dave. Um, <laughs> save those tickets for us. Satellite. Have it a prepare. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's one of those bands mm-hmm. that I never disliked the music. I never really was super into the music. Sure. But it, they are completely and utterly ruined by their fandom. It, it, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. I will say, I don't think, if you listen to those early Dave Matthews band songs, when they when they come on, it's like, man, these these did not hold up. The production just sounds... Super oh, really? dated, but yeah, I mean they're talented. They're talented musicians for but, sure. But I agree. I think <laughs> I think that what has kept me from giving them a fair shake is their is their fan base for sure. And I I'll, I can I divide and sometimes their fan the music. Base. Yeah, and sometimes music. I divide their fan base into like hippies. It, it's the continuum is one side's hippies, one side's frat boys, and there are a lot of you know, there are a lot of pop-collared, flip-flop, hippie frat boys. Yeah. So, well, it's how the fr- the frat boy ends up becoming a hippie in, like, right. two years is, like, right. the, he goes down the Dave Trail or whatever, <laughs> and he enters all of a sudden... Dave cave. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's carrying around a handle of Captain Morgan, and he lost a flip-flop. Yeah, and he's know? throwing away his South Carolina cox hat. <laughs> yeah, blue hose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, but 
Neil Young, Willie Nelson, Mellencamp, Bob Weir. Good lineup. Yep. String Cheese. That's a great, I mean, yeah, that's a Margo great lineup. Price. Speaking of string oh, yeah. cheese. Margo Price is going to be there, too? Oh, Margo yeah. Margo Price, yeah. Gosh. Cool. Great. I'm happy for Come you Come on all. in, baby. Quick uh, quick aside here. You're saying string cheese just reminded me of this. I wanted to run this past you. So Burger, right. Burger King in Thailand oh, yeah. has oh, introduced <laughs> its new real cheeseburger, which mm. is a Burger King bun with the sesame seeds and whatnot, with 20 slices of American <laughs> cheese, and that's it. Like charbroiled, like melted, kinda. I mean, like just slightly just melted. Raw yeah. cheese. Yeah. Raw, raw cheese. cheese is raw cheese a thing? Yeah. yeah. It's just, just stacked. Sure. Just I mean, they cheese. stack it nicely. It's like every other yeah. corner, uh, corner, corner, oh, corner, uh-huh. corner. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that's how they do it when they actually get it. In the every store. time. Yeah. yeah. Um, would Why? you Would you try it? No. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just like a cheese sandwich. Can I, get, can I put some mayo on that? But it's not, Just yeah. like a regular cheese sandwich. I will say. Yeah, no, uh, no onion rings on that thing or nothing. No I, I've, been a, I've been an anti-American <laughs> cheese person for about as long as I know, but I have come around to, on a burger, a slice of American That's cheese. That's the best it, cheese it, 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 it can, is. It can, be, it can be good. I've, I've come around. Because it melts properly. Exactly. So it ends up actually becoming more like another sauce on mm-hmm. the burger. Oh, but like sure. solid stack of. I mean, just a brick of cheese, whew. man. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Live a little, you know? I mean, I. I you ever just a take a bite out of a block of cheese? Yeah, I'd take I a see. bite of it. I saw a video of a guy, a, 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 a Thai guy. Uh, taking a bite and he just his face after that first bite just kind of like our, our friend Thai guy he finished it no it was different like an actual but different Thai guy but cheese isn't like <laughs> big in Asian cuisine that's the thing that's kind of mm-hmm. I mean uh, take it back to the food editor food editor is not a big fan of cheese mm. well I mean uh, there's isn't there like I mean I don't know about Thailand specifically, but I know there's a, big, a good chunk. Of, we've talked about this before. There's a big chunk of the world that cannot process dairy. So yeah, oh well, it makes sense. I mean, if you didn't have that kind of uh, husbandry, if you will. No, uh, I think they can get married in cheese. Thailand. Mm-hmm. It may not be like very same. I'm talking about animal. Because it's not animal husbands Because it's not. I don't think they marry, buddy. This is pretty. This is pretty racist. They thing. don't marry. They don't marry it's animals in time. Hey, they it's get, a thing in a town. Okay. It may not. Animal uh, husbandry is everywhere. I mean, I can believe. Why it, is it just the husbands though? I don't know. But does that Good mean the question. people are the husbands or the animals are the husbands? Uh, I would assume that qu- I'm the the people are the husbands, right? I mean, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Because see, this is a this is a twentieth uh, uh, early twentieth century nineteenth century term. Husbands take care of the wives. Mm-hmm. The wives are dependent. The animals are dependent. Got to be the 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 human is the husband. Interesting. Yeah, the human is the husband. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. In A Town, the human is the husband. <laughs> well, that was a fun diversion, uh, but uh, it was. How about some sports? How about it? 
All okay. right, uh, this first headline, this is, a, this is a very well-written headline. It just says, <laughs> Northwestern. <laughs> that's all that needs to be said. Yeah, Rowdy that Bear is all is that's needed. Huge breaking story coming out of the student paper. Uh, what's the name, Geisen, you know, remember the name? Oh, uh, I heard it today several times, and I do not remember it. Yeah. I did uh, say the Northwestern student paper. Our colleagues in training at the Northwestern student paper... Um, Broke a story about hazing and racism throughout the um, Northwestern Wildcats locker room, football team in the locker room. Yeah. Um, where do you want to start with this big city? Like, Man, I don't... There's a lot going on here. <laughs> there's, there is a lot to talk about. I, what's wild is... So I was listening to a some colleagues of yours... Uh, that on uh, had a pod that talked. They happened to have a guest that was talking about this. It was pre the conversation was pre firing. Okay, so Friday, uh, post, Thursday, Friday. I think it was Monday morning. So it was like like they had oh, already like the allegations were made, but they weren't. There was a two week suspension, but even then they were saying this will probably turn into something else. Yeah. So to fill you in, Rowdy, this reporting came out. It was an independent private. Uh, investigation by the university for six months and then the student paper broke the story mm. and they initially on last Friday they suspended the head coach for two weeks and then on Monday they fired him wow yeah escalated quickly yeah well uh, trial by the public for two days oops <laughs> I mean it's it's wild to me how this is one of my take takes from this is like it's wild to me how bad uh, everyone still is at this like yeah. it's happened so many times like yeah. a just getting rid of a, uh, a getting rid of a coach and investigating for whatever things mm -hmm. like we've done this before we know how it goes there should be a better process a best practice already established for doing this and making sure that you're thorough before you're handing out any sort of punishment and making sure that you're like thorough before doing it saying that you've patting yourself in the back for for handling it right right like i mean specifically and also on the coach's side that like we're to a point where this should probably stop happening because you should be smart enough to not let it happen. And I think like right. any, any coach after like Joe Pa, yep. right. With the Sandusky stuff, like even though that was terrible, like much more terrible and much more of a, like a looking the other way thing and all of that, mm -hmm. like if they could take down their best coach, their, you know, hall of famer coach or whatever, right. everyone is in play Tighten your ship up and, I don't know, figure it out. It's weird to me that, like, you know, these longstanding coaches are still, like, getting – these things are coming out, and it's not like they stopped. It's that they're still going on. They've been going on for a very long time. Right. So here's what was cracking, Rowdy. Uh, freshmen were being hazed at the in the football program. If they made a mistake during practice or whatever, they would get what they call, were calling run – which mm -hmm. means once you get back in the locker room, they strip you naked, turn out the lights, put on masks like the uh, what's the the purge, and like rub all over you. Uh, yeah, dry and dry hump. This, 
was yeah, the, the term. The dry hump was the reported term, yeah. Hmm. Then the second thing is, was it the car wash? Yeah. Is that what they called it? Where yeah. you had to stand in the shower of the, or the doorway of the shower naked, and everybody that was going into the showers like rubbed past you as they went into the showers. I don't don't understand (laughs) I don't understand the appeal for the hazy so well hazer the hazer Hazer. Hazer. that's that's what I was going to say like most of the time with hazing A when it comes out and you hear what happened you're like who that's that's what you chose as your like terrible thing yeah they're usually not that clever uh, also, it usually seems like it's like, oh, yeah, what a bummer for the hazy. But then you the, immediately the thought is, why the hazer want to do this in the first place? Yeah. Well, like, I don't understand the rubbing your genitals on somebody as yeah. uh, a hazing technique. But, hey. I mean, I guess that's. Know, what do football. I know about cults? Yeah. Uh, the other allegations of racism come from black players and uh, Latino players that they like suggested they cut their dreadlocks or like uh, one Latino player was said that when they shave things into your head as freshman hazing, they shaved Cinco de Mayo into his head. And oh. uh, so there's like that's on top of all this like sexual stuff. Hmm. Yeah. And it, I don't know. I never really liked Pat Fitzgerald. I didn't know he was there 17 he, years. So that was the first thing I looked up was when he got there, because that's what they were talking about. He was he has been coaching there one year longer than Saban has been at Bama. Yeah, I had no Isn't idea. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. And you know no what his clue. you know what his overall record is? What? 110 to 101. He is above 500 just by nine single games. Wow. And he is the winningest coach they've ever had. I was going to say, that's like, a pretty good record for Northwestern. Well, right. And that's that's the funny thing. Like, any other coach, and people were saying, like, people who used to work at the this this uh, the, the school paper were even saying this. Like, any other school, when you are as bad as he has been, especially as of late, you get fired. Right. But, like, he was... They won one game last year. Yeah, he was always like, we do things the right way here at Northwestern, and that everyone loved hearing it, that, like, we, we play for the love of the sport and blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't make a decision based on four years, but 40 years, and you get to go to this great school and all this stuff. And then, of course, like, the people that pound their chest the loudest about that stuff end up, you know, often end up having all these, like, Issues, right? Um, right. Oh yeah. Hmm. And yeah, because that was always the weird thing that he never got. He never seemed to get fired. Everyone seemed to love him, even when he was winning one game a season or three games a season. Like they were, Northwestern became better, but they were always so terrible. Like they lost what, like thirty nine, thirty eight, thirty nine games in a row. Right. At a period yeah. of time, and so like. Compared to that, anything was better. And so, like, he seemed to be one of the coaches that was somehow more untouchable than anyone else, more untouchable almost than Saban. Right. Hmm. Because he could do, like, if Saban won one game in a season, I don't think he would be back. 
Yeah. Right? So, so I would hope he would like commit seppuku on the 50-yard line. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Uh, well, so he had uh, Pat's Fitz, Pat Fitzgerald has retained uh, counsel because he's right. owed forty-seven mil or something. I think yeah. on his contract. Um, no way in hell he didn't know about this. In fact, the reporting said that he would clap people. Like the signal to run them after practice was to clap over their head, and uh, there are people that are witnesses or or sources that are saying that he would do that to certain players so no way he didn't know this and if he did and if he didn't it's that catch-22 with this kind of thing either you knew about it or if you didn't you should have you're dead either way right it's like the same like yeah for sure and yeah there's no like explaining your way out of it i mean this day and age the sexual stuff i mean dude yeah like let me run something past you okay what if they're just what if they're just um staying true to the the <laughs> culture and tradition of the sport of football let oh me, let sure me, let me explain Are you why football is gay please explain why yeah okay mm-hmm. uh do you know the name of the man who is regarded as the father of american football no okay Probably not. Walter Camp. Uh, oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Who played for, do you know who? Uh, Yale. Uh, he played for Yale. Yale. And as a Yale man, guess what? He was a member of Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones. Kaboom. Yeah. That is That's that is totally actually even in his like. in his wiki. He was a he was a bona fide pun intended, member of Skull and Bones. <laughs> and that's what this reminded me of. Yeah, so all this that stuff kind of that thing. they're doing, yeah. it's the same kind of thing that Skull yeah. and Bones is doing. So yeah. it's yeah. They're, they're really yeah. kind of be, being more true to the origins of the sport than probably a lot of teams are. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, and it may also be why the coach was protected because uh, he had some people yeah. pulling strings, higher up people pulling strings because they, they understood that he was staying true to the origins of the game. So I like just, this. I like just this. throwing that out there. Yeah. Now this made me think, uh, run a thought experiment, big city, uh, with mm-hmm. all this Northwestern stuff and all this conference realignment. Is this an opportunity for the big pin, big 10? I can't speak tonight. Big 10 to say, Hey, after the Penn state thing, uh, uh-uh, no more. See ya. And get, Oh, get Kansas, rid of them. Uh, get a Kansas. Or oh. an Iowa State, or a Kansas State, or something like that. Oklahoma hmm. State. Interesting. Kansas I, makes the most sense because of basketball. When's the last time a conference has dropped somebody? I don't know. And I, exactly, and I don't even That's know if it. they can or how that works. But I was running that. Like, what if they just throw them out because they want more money? And Northwestern sucks. I mean, they had that run in the tournament a year or two ago, whenever that was. But yeah, um, uh, yeah. I mean, just a, a Kansas or an Iowa State, even or any of those schools are going to bring in more money than Northwestern. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I think Northwestern. The benefit is them being in the conference. They get they get more money for being in it. For right? sure, they're like, Vanderbilt or yeah, you know, or whoever. Rutgers. I mean, yeah. if Rutgers is yeah. in, you know, yeah, 
whatever. But, but, but uh, thought, ooh, this is an opportunity. But yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I probably not just because nothing yeah, bad ever happens. Huge. Yeah, and that's a whole like that seems like a whole thing. And it's not and it, like it's not just football, right? And that and, sets a precedent too. And everything's gonna get blamed on Pat Fitzgerald, and he's not gonna be there. So they're gonna be like, where, yeah. where are we tooling? And I, I would. It'll be interesting to see who coaches there next. Uh, well, they need to lay off Tommy Reese. I'll tell you that much. For, first of all, they can lay on Tommy Reese as much as they want. If they want to hire him as a head coach of a Big Ten football program, like he's been. I mean, I like I like Tommy Reese, but like he's been a, an OC for what three, four seasons. About three months in Tuscaloosa, and we can yeah. have an, an OC change in the summer, dude. I mean, that's what's great, though. You get as soon as you get picked by Saban, as soon as he blesses you, you don't have to have done anything. And I don't know. And this is the this is the most uh, unsure hire. Oh yeah, at, it's at, his at, biggest at reach at the, at the coordinator spots, defensive, offensive. Yeah. That he that Saban's done at Alabama. I mean, Lane Kiffin and all that. They were proven commodities, you know. Yeah. Like they just they weren't were just good at head, being a head coach. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. But not that we want to start talking about Bama. So going back to Northwestern, <laughs> yeah, that, that that'll be super weird. Uh, although going back to Bama. Um, does does Pat Fitzgerald have a, a spe, Bama special assistant in his future? A rehabilitation tour, boy. I yeah. don't think this one. He's gonna make that one. I mean, drinking, he's a defensive specialist. Handle, drinking, we can handle. You know, we can we can do that. But boy, I don't know about that. And right off the bat, like not even I mean, sit out a it, year. It would be tough. But yeah. like on that the the potty recent reference earlier, they brought up DJ Durkin as a comp. Like, oh, yeah, that guy, he he took the blame for the Ohio State stuff, right? Was it Ohio State? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And everyone's oh, like, this they, guy is not going to work again. Yeah. And he's had two jobs since yeah, then. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he and he was like, I don't know if he was a coordinator, but he's a coordinator now. You know, so this stuff always makes happen. me think. And then with uh, Homeboy from Huggins from West Virginia recently, this stuff always makes me think, I mean, I'm glad it happened. It couldn't have happened to a better person, really. But the tattoo scandal at Ohio State with Jim Trestle, (laughs) I mean. Oh, man. Yeah. It's funny how every year that becomes like. I'm losing my mind. (laughs) Oh, for sure. (laughs) Well, even like with NIL just period now. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, retroactively thinking about uh, some the of the scandals rest. that used to be. Well, th- I mean, thinking about any of the scandals. Think about yeah. uh, what's the name of IU, who's Bobby now. Knight. No, the oh, well. Samson. 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 Yeah. Who, Bobby Knight, too, really. Like, Well, getting physical is getting physical. He, yeah, that, he was a, that was a setup. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a psyop. <laughs> um, but, like, but, yeah, like with Samson, like he was texting people. And that's why he was no longer right. the coach of IU. And right. then he went and got a smaller program and has brought them to prominence in a scant few years. So, yep. like, that could be IU. Um, and Jim Trestle never bounced back. What he be, he was a consultant for the Colts for a year or two. And that, well, yeah. no, that's, he went to Bowling Green or Youngstown. Didn't he go back there? Did he go to Young? I, I feel like they all go to Youngstown State. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Urban Meyer was there too, wasn't he? 
Yeah. Urban Meyer was or at Bowling Bo Green. Pelini, was Bo Green. Pelini, yeah, he was at Bowling Green. Bo yeah. Pelini went back to Youngstown State. They've had a or Youngstown, yeah. whatever. <laughs> uh, they've had a handful of those coaches, but um, uh, but yeah. So I think he'll he'll probably work again. And that it is to the point. As soon as a coach gets fired, I'm like, oh, cool. When's he going to Bama? Yeah, is he a wizard? Um, When's he going to Bama? But yeah, yep. it's it's still crazy to me. Like yeah, the way he was always revered. But like he's nine games over five hundred, and like that gave him a lifetime. Like he'd been there for twenty years, nearly. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, it is. But this story is. I mean, this, from a PR standpoint, Northwestern. I mean, nosedive. This was yeah. an absolute fail. First of all, a Friday afternoon fire or suspension. Okay, like. Anything Friday afternoon, you just got a big sign on you that says that you're trying to bury something. And yeah. uh, the Daily Northwestern, man, like, they, yeah. I mean, and they're running a paper in the summer. Right. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they're, I mean, their, their journalism school is like. Yeah, top tier. Is, is, is the top tier and referenced constantly by anyone who went there that they went there. Like. ESPN yeah. talking heads, Fox talking heads. What's the broadcasting school? Syracuse? Is yeah. that where everybody goes for broadcasting? Yeah. 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 You either go to Syracuse or Northwestern if you want to work at ESPN. Yeah. And get fired by them. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to eventually get fired by ESPN, yeah. <laughs> here's what you got to do. Oh. So we'll, I'm sure uh, this will be developing and we will report back, but weird, yeah. weirdness hmm. in Evans. Super weird. Yeah. What's next, Rowdy? All right. This one just says, failing New York Times. <laughs> yeah. So the Jeez. failing New York Times has fired all of their sports staff, sports writers, correct? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, I'm not sure exactly how they handled the... They, they dissolved their sports journalism group. So What's there's... The deal? Well, they bought The Athletic, so TheAthletic.com, oh. which is a sports writing website, which yeah. um, started as a owned-by-the-writers website um, and has produced a lot of you know, good content and all that stuff. Uh, they were, they, the New York Times bought them for like $500 million or something like Whoa. that. So okay. it's folded into the New York Times, and they're like, well, hey, we already have all these sports writers. What do we need with all these jerks clogging up the newsroom? So now, like, you, if you want to get any local sports or sports in general out of the New York Times, you have to go to, to The Athletic, which is, which is weird. I mean, I think it, like, it also sets a precedent for... It's weird that a physical newspaper purchased a website and then is saying, and I guess they're going to print these stories like from the athletic, they're going to get printed in the New York times, but I don't know how that all works logistically, but that's Uh. apparently the plan. Um, but yeah, it's like, well, what if we bought, if we buy this content, we can get rid of these people who are also paying. Um, it seems like journalism's really, uh, evolving, morphing, man. Yeah. Well, writing in general is like seemingly undervalued, like becoming more and more undervalued thanks to AI. the promise of AI, which is bonkers to me. But um, so yeah, 
So yeah, you no longer get any more uh, sports uh, sports writing from the New York Times directly. It all comes from the Athletic. Hmm. Wow, the prophecy uh, is coming yeah. true. The sign not of a the huge Times. Loss. Yeah, not a huge loss for you, Rowdy. Yeah. All right, what's next? Because oh, I know we got. Oh, uh, this got is a fun one. Something coming. Uh, let's re- Let's uh, check in with our uh, our our old f- uh, fiend. Larry Nasser. Oh, this oh, was something. Oh, so where's he locked up? Do we? Does someone Florida. know that? Florida. Yeah, he's Ooh. in Florida. Florida. Florida man. Um, Florida man. Yeah. So he got shivved, huh? Mm-hmm. In during Wimpleton. But yeah, yeah, for making a snide comment during Wimpleton, huh? Yeah. He was yeah. Uh, making lewd. Lewd remarks about the uh, about the women in in Wimpleton, and uh, Mr. Shane McMillan, uh, who was previously convicted of assaulting a correctional officer at a federal penitentiary pen, penitentiary in Louisiana, um, and attempting to stab another inmate to death at the federal supermax prison in Florence, Colorado, uh, <laughs> stabbed Nasser. This guy's a bit stabby. Uh, multiple times in the neck, chest, and back before four other inmates Ooh. rushed in and pulled him off. Um, Got him. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it collapsed as long. Guy, right? um, but yeah, the, the, uh, he was basically, he was making lewd remarks during uh, Wimbledon about the, uh, the women and Mr. McMillan just had had enough, which... Hey, I, it, my guess is he was looking for a reason, but, I mean, why else are you bringing a shift to Wimpleton? Right. Well, I think Wimple- if you're, if you're, if you're someone party. who's going to carry a shift, you kind of have it on you. Well, I guess in prison, yeah. At all times, right? I yes. guess. Because it, it would, can you imagine being you somewhere mean, where you, you need a shift, and then you're like, oh, it's back in my cell? Right. What a doofus. Yeah. But where do you that's, keep that's it? That's a good point. To be handy. There's lots of places on the human body. I mean, I know there's handy. lots of places, but like to just have it ready. Waistband. Sock, waistband. Waistband. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, I never have to learn about the best places to yeah. have a shiv at the yeah. ready. But N- not yeah. good. Um, now, is it true that he stabbed this guy ten times? Ten times. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a lot. Yeah. Like it, I didn't realize it was like chest and neck area because neck stabbing is like. Mm-hmm. One of my least favorite types of places places to get stabbed, I think. I, I would neck, probably tend to agree. Neck is lower, yeah, high, or higher on that list of least preferred. Um, well, but also, Larry. yeah, it, yeah. It also says something about Larry that like there's a uh, fellow there's prisoners a, trying to teach you manners who's willing to well, stab you over a it. Deep seated perversion. If he's like sitting in prison, still mm-hmm. going yeah. at it. I, mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't is. think he's getting rehabil- re- rehabilitated. No, sir. Well, he ain't going anywhere. And yeah. uh, this may uh, speed up his time served because now they're probably going to put him in like solitary or something, at yeah. least for a while. You know, protective custody or whatever. Like, oh, dude. Well, uh, the uh, internet. <laughs> had no empathy for uh, Dr. Nasser there. It was uh, 
pretty one-sided. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that tends to happen when you uh, sexually assault a bunch of Dude. American sweethearts. I mean, he got his, or he's getting his, I guess. Yeah, prison system works. I guess so. Right. I mean, if you're getting if you're getting shivved by a guy that shivved a guard in a supermax, that dude ain't going anywhere either. He's got nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> if he's he is real comfortable. <laughs> yeah. He transferred out of supermax because he's a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, sorry man. if that preempted your ball boy of the week. Yeah. Well, no. Did you have Shane have as your ball boy? I'll have to come up with another okay. one. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> well, boys. Uh-oh. Um, you know, last week we talked a little bit about vortexes, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, uh, or vortices. Um, sure. If you however, you wanna, however you want to say it. And I started thinking, like, I'd like to know more about, like, what, uh, what people are saying about, about vortexes. What's the word on the street about vortexes? Um, yeah. yeah, through uh, through you know various uh, or vortices, I found a a book titled Earth Grids: The Secret Patterns of Gaia's Sacred Sites by Hugh oh, Newman. Hell yeah! And Ooh, that sounds this, great. This book, uh, which uh, if you want to, it's more of a pamphlet. I think it's like 60, 60 some pages. But nonetheless, it introduced me Small grid. to uh, William Becker and Beth Higgins, um, who back in the 70s were studying Buckminster Fuller's geodesic domes. And mm. they essentially placed a, um, I'm not, I'm not uh, well versed in all these various crazy shapes, but it's a icosahedron on a map of the world. And essentially what, what it was, it was a, um, it was a connection of the five platonic solids. So the various mm-hmm. cubes and pyramids and all that kind of, all the different platonic solids placed inside of a sphere. And when they mm-hmm. did that, it created this, um, basically like a geodesic dome and then when they plotted that out on the world map, they found that it linked to a bunch of different sacred sites around the world. So the pyramids and whatnot, oh, Stonehenge. Yeah. So what they well, decided convenient. to do then is <laughs> put this shape, plot it over the whole world. Uh, they ended up calling it uh, the Unified Vector Geometry Projection. And what this did was, within, within this shape... Uh, there are a total of 121 great circles with 4,862 vertices. So the various lines are intersecting at 4,862 points around the planet. And so um, what this means is they were saying, okay, well, these 4,862 spots are areas that we can uh, look at as potentially sacred sites with some amplified energy. Um, and so the, you know, that could be used for ceremonial purposes. And, and like I said, some, some were known sacred sites, some are just kind of random spots on the globe. Um, but connecting these are all of the different, uh, lines that run between them. 
And so according to the people who buy into this, um, if you uh, live near one of these energy conduit lines, then you're part of this. You're, you're basically able to uh, experience some of this, uh, inter this energy flow that, that surrounds Ooh. the world. And so some people use it for uh, creative uses, for healing. Um, but I got looking at this and point oh, yeah, baby. eight. Where are we at? <laughs> point eight and point 18 are the two points that uh, are the most interesting because point 18 is in the Bermuda Triangle. Oh. And then point eight is in Buffalo Lake. Alberta, Canada. So we all know about the Bermuda Triangle. Buffalo Lake, there's not a whole lot about the lake in particular. It's just kind of one of those random spots. Uh, but there are a lot of gas and oil reserves around there. Um, and then nearby, there's a, a area called uh, Majorville. And so there, there's a 5,000-year-old uh, native, well, I guess, First Nations uh, mm -hmm. medicine circle. And so if you plot... Uh, a line between point eight and point eighteen, it crosses the great state of Indiana, and oh, so I boy. started thinking, okay, well, let's follow this, let's follow this line and see what we can find. So, if you follow the the line, so it 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 enters uh, the U.S. in South Carolina, and goes through North Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana. Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota, North Dakota, and up into Canada. And in Indiana, it enters along the Ohio River near just just a little bit south of the town of Vivi, which is spelled like Vive, yeah. uh, pronounced Vivi. It runs up just south of Indy, uh, near the Martinsville area, Franklin, um, up through Crawfordsville, and then out crosses into Illinois in a little town called Ambia, which I'd never heard of. Uh, some interesting things, if you trace, uh, you know, I, I decided to just trace the full line and just see what I could find. So yeah, why some not? interesting things. We've got some, uh, some, weird, um, uh, some weird geography here. So in North Carolina, it crosses um, Lost Cove Cliffs which is, I think, along the Blue Ridge Parkway, and apparently it's a, it's a spot where people go to uh, view. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Brown Mountain Lights. Uh -oh. They're sort of these, like, ghost lights that appear that no one really knows what they are. Some people say, oh, it's just, you know, car headlights or something reflecting, but it's, it's kind of been a thing Some for people. a long, long time, apparently. Um, so we've got Lost Cove Cliffs. We continue into Kentucky. It crosses right over Black Mountain, which is the highest point in Kentucky. Mm. And the, that mountain, you actually have to sign a waiver if you're going to go to the top because the mountain has been so hollowed out by coal mining that the summit could actually collapse. Um, Whoa. What? And then if you continue, continue on through into Minnesota, it goes right over the top of a place called the Mystery Cave, which is the longest cave in, in Minnesota. Um, I couldn't find out anything too mysterious about it. I think it was, my guess is it was probably named Mystery Cave because I think it was discovered in the 30s. So my guess is it was named that to be a tourist attraction. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Then we've also got some military bases. So in uh, Kentucky, it passes over the Bluegrass Army Depot which was a chemical weapons 
depot built during World War II. Uh, the, also, at this site, there were multiple uh, mustard gas and sarin gas leaks over the years. Uh, I've but read about that. According to the news, that just all got uh, destroyed. Is right. it crossover Camp Lejeune? Um, Allegedly. And then it goes right through yeah, the middle of Camp the Lejeune. old um, Jefferson Proving Grounds oh, uh, in yeah. southern Indiana, which yeah. at its peak... Uh, so this was a this was basically a munitions testing area. So they at its peak, I think, in the 50s, there were 175,000 rounds fired each month, and it's not open to the public because there's still um, there's unexploded ordnance all over the place, and it would cost too much to clean it up. And there's also apparently a lot of depleted uranium. I was going to say, um, I bet that's depleted uranium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tank uh, and then if you if you continue up into North Dakota, there's the I don't know if it's Minot or Mino. It's M I N O T, Minot Air Force Base. I think base. it's Minot. Yeah. Okay, and that's a uh, it was a strategic air command base, so we've got a lot of uh, nuclear ICBMs. And the nukes are up there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so they've got uh, manned bombers ready to go, uh, missile silos. Uh, and that place is also notorious for a lot of uh, failures and just kind of um, uh, poor handling of nuclear materials. Awesome. Um, so then I thought, okay, well, could there be any sports connections? Ooh. And interesting thing, of all the states that, the, um, that this line passes through, Indiana has the most sports or sports-adjacent <laughs> locations right on the line. Really? And so Ooh. I wanted to track some of these because I thought, if yeah. you want to really harness the energy of the earth and yeah. hone your sports skills, what better place than these nine locations across the state that I'm about to tell you about. All right. All right. Yeah. So we're going to start down in, down in southern Indiana in Madison, uh, right by uh, the Ohio sure. River. And we start out at the Five Point RC Speedway in Madison. Yep. And uh, actually, here, real quick, I'm going to send you guys a link to yes. visual aids there's a link i just chatted you guys a link to the oh, map yeah. oh cool oh, vortexhunters.com <laughs> uh yeah if you want to find your website find the map yeah go to <laughs> vortexhunters.com oh, and look, look for the Bermuda triangle shasta buffalo lake ley line map i'm not focusing at all on the the line that connects to mount shasta uh, okay. but that's its that's its own whole can of worms all right, so we're going to start out at the uh, um, Five Points RC Speedway in Madison, Indiana. So this is a, uh, they say, we race one-tenth and one-fifth gas and electric RC cars. Anyone is welcome to race. Um, if you want to, you can come out this Sunday at 6 p.m. They're going to have a round of qualifying and then some mains. I guess that's the main event. Uh, it's just kind of a circle. Everyone comes out, races. Looks like a pretty diverse crowd of folks out there racing their RC cars. Um, looks like a fun time. Current big winners, we've got uh, James' brother, Grint Gibson. That's a fantastic name, G-R-E-N-T. Uh, Wyatt Davis. Grint uh, won in two, two events recently. Uh, Wyatt Davis, Austin Perry, and Dustin Denning are the current, the current champs at the Speedway. So... That's that's the first first location. Next up, we have in 
beautiful Edinburgh, Indiana, oh, uh, home of the uh, the Fantastic Outlet, Outlet Mall. Mall. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we have the Timbergate Golf Course. So this is one of four Indiana courses rated to be a quote good value by Golf Digest. <laughs> um, it's actually owned Pin by that the to their of Edinburgh, chest. and it was designed by Indiana's own Fuzzy Zeller. Uh, to be ooh. challenging to experienced players, as well as playable by higher-end handicappers. So mm. Monday through Friday, you can play for $39. That includes a cart. That's a great and value. And Saturday and Sunday, $44. They also have uh, special uh, Twilight prices. So uh, definitely a place to check out. Um, it's the only of the good value courses south of Indianapolis. So if that... If that uh, Piques your interest at all. Oh, and on St. Sure Andrews Avenue. Look at there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, let's continue to Franklin, Indiana. Okay. And we've got Franklin Flying Field, which is Johnson County's oldest general aviation airport. So, like I said, sports adjacent. adjacent. We've got some, uh, we've got pilots, but also this is the former home of Jerry's Skydiving Circus, uh, which I believe is where a bunch of my uh Coworkers used to skydive back, I don't know, 10 years or so ago. For some oh, reason, yeah. there was a, uh, people got on a skydiving kick and they would go out like every weekend and go skydiving. I'm pretty sure, I think they were going to Franklin. So my guess is this is where they went. Uh, also found out that Jerry Skydiving Circus, uh, a, a guy from my hometown of Greenfield, Indiana, died uh, oh, by doing right, trying P. to do a tight turn uh too low and then just dropped to his death. So uh, I don't know if that's why Jerry's skydiving circus <laughs> closed, but um, now if you show up to the Franklin flying field, a couple things. If you bring guests, please ask them not to throw gravel all over the entrance and the drive areas or the tarmac area. It's extremely disrespectful to everyone coming in and out. And also if you're renting a hangar, that rental is for the hangar only. So don't be parking vehicles or trailers out around your hangar because remember they've got cameras and 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 if you're doing it they've got you on video. So just okay. be respectful, Busted, okay? Bro. If you're in Franklin. Sure. Yeah. All right. Moving on to uh, beautiful Camby, Indiana. Camby. Oh, Camby. In Camby, Indiana, we have Aberdeen Apartments at Heartland Crossing. So that here you can get. One, two, and three bedroom floor plans uh, with some <laughs> units featuring a one or two car garage. Conveniently located uh, about uh, a little over 20 minutes away from downtown Indianapolis. Um, and it features uh, two tennis courts and Dose. a full-size basketball court. So oh, two hey, sports in one see at those. the Aberdeen Apartments. And you're right. Uh, right near a lot of great shopping areas there at Heartland <laughs> Crossing. Um, mm -hmm. All right, next up, moving further too. northwest, we're going to Plainfield, Indiana, to the Screaming Eagles Field. This is the home of the Screaming Eagles RC Club, which is a model aircraft club that caters to the Sport Flyer. Check out their Facebook page. They've got a lot of great deals if you want to get a smoke kit for your plane. <laughs> A lot of Love people are running kit. great deals here selling some uh, some liquid smoke, so oh, definitely something to check out if, if that piques your interest. Lots of events, too. 
And also, I will say, the Screaming Eagles Field Facebook page, great place to check out for some some uh, pretty amazing flying and some pretty amazing crashes. I even saw a, uh, a, a burning airplane. That's um, me with hobby flying. <laughs> you don't like it? <laughs> I mean, I would much rather do... I would much rather go to Screaming Eagles Field than the Franklin Flying Field. I'm not about to get in a someone's private airplane. No, nah, right. Um, but what, what's the most appealing RC? Is that what you're saying? You, you're not a plane RC guy, more of a car, or are you more of a boat RC situation? No, you don't get in these planes. No, no, no. It's just it's little remote control planes. Oh, even at the Screaming yeah. Eagle, I knew the first one was RC. Yeah, but Screaming Eagle's RC uh-huh. too. Oh no. Yeah, it's oh, RC. this is well, our yeah. second RC scenario. Yeah, yeah. So the, two RC scenarios. Drone yeah. fields. Hmm. I, okay, I got it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, this practice drumming for the government. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this one's for our buddy Colt. Uh, he probably already knows about what this up, Colt? place. This is the uh, W.S. Gibbs Memorial Park Disc Golf Course in beautiful Danville. Oh, boom. Uh, this is a par 60, 18-hole disc golf course that opened in 2021. Ooh. has white and blue. That's beginner and intermediate oh, yeah. tee boxes. Navigates through native prairie grasses, wooded areas, and a 30-foot tall hill. Tee boxes are concrete hog slats. That means nothing to me. And the best <laughs> is DGA Mach 10. Okay. Uh, it's free to play. No tea time reservations or required apparel. Just go have fun. It's rated 3.67 on dgcoursereview.com. Nice. Out of how many? Yeah. Is uh, that out of four or out of five? Out of, fi- out of five, out of five, unfortunately. But yeah, could be a little better. Yeah. I like the native grasses. Um, yeah, sounds pretty. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. Uh, next up, also in Danville, we have the Hoosier Hoops Basketball Club. Now, Danville is the home to... Uh, the ABA team, the Dude, Indiana Lions, that's L Y O N S, who mm-hmm. became the national co champions in the 2022 2023 season, which brought the ABA title back to Indiana for the first time in 50 years. Okay. And so at the Hoosier Hoops Basketball Club, you can get high quality, low cost group and individual basketball training with experienced coaches. Just not this week because Coach Whitney is at Point Guard College right now. So. Uh, Probably sure. later in July. Point you'll Guard be College. Set. Yeah. Okay. Never heard Did of you, it, but no. yeah, <laughs> good, good, uh, good luck there, sure. Whitney. Um, all right, now we're going to move further northwest. This is to um, North Salem, Indiana. North and Salem. this is the Tri-West Softball Diamonds. So these are the home of the Tri-West Youth Softball League. This is a three-diamond facility, and the I ley line so. runs just Dude, across goes right the outfield Ooh, yeah. of um, the 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 s- southernmost yeah. diamond. Yeah. Can get some so, dongers out there, I bet. <laughs> yes. I bet they vanish. That's the one you want to be at. You want to be facing southwest yeah. if you're if you're at the Tri West uh, course. I mean, it's kinda cool. They it's Tri West, they got three diamonds. I mean that I, I don't know if they plan that. Beautiful. But, um, I, I assume it has to be, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> we got T-ball, slow pitch, fast pitch. They got a, they got something for everybody. <laughs> Conveniently located adjacent to the North Salem Elementary. If we continue northwest to Crawfordsville, Indiana, uh, we what? get to the Paul L. Fischero Memorial Park, which on the map is located basically right in front of a Kingdom Hall of Jehovah's Witnesses. Nice. Um, yes. 
this is this appears Brand to be the home estate. of Crawfordsville's youth baseball practices. So um, definitely a spot to check out. So if, if if I were you, if you're interested in any of these sports, we got a lot of sports and sports adjacent activities. This is where you want to do your training. Okay. But yeah, I couldn't just look at all these places. I had to get I had to get in some of this energy. Uh oh. And so to do that, I started. I looked at this ley line, and actually, just north of the Aberdeen Apartments at Heartland Crossing in Canby, Indiana, I discovered that the ley line runs right through the mire in Canby. Oh yeah, I see. And, and so I thought. Oh, yeah. I dropped my daughter off at camp this morning, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to cruise on down to Campy and oh, check this out. dude, no way. For real. <laughs> so I just texted you guys a picture of the, uh, the, the map here. And if you notice, the, the line runs right through the mire, but it also runs through a PNC bank. So my first stop was to pick up some cash from the Leyline ATM. Did it spit out extra money? It did not spit out any extra money, okay. unfortunately, but I am a PNC um, member, so I didn't have to pay any convenience charges, mm. so that was... That's a win. That oh, that's right. nice. That's a win. Yeah. How so much did I you get out? Like four grand? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yeah. How much about did you... Grand. How much? Yeah, four grand. Just about four grand? Little, uh, walker, walking around money. a little mad money. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so I went into the mire, and I decided to go to the, the southeast tip of the, of the line, which runs right into the, the cleaning supplies section. Mm. And uh, it's, right, it's also conveniently located right next to the restrooms. And then I decided, <laughs> okay, let me just, I could look at the, through the satellite image, I could see where all their HVAC units were on the roof of the building. And I could look up at the ceiling and see where those HVAC units were coming <laughs> I in. Love this so, so I could much. basically just follow <laughs> oh, this late th follow this line this so awesome. right through so basically it's a straight so you just look at the ceiling walking through a mire yeah like at, a normal person 8 a.m yeah <laughs> uh so I, I you follow it from if you're if you're ever there you follow it from the cleaning supply section and it's just a straight shot to the garden supply section um where they've got the like exit that goes out to the garden area um so i started walking following the line First thing I see is a display of decorative pillows. Um, <laughs> one, one, first one I saw that caught my eye said, this is my happy place. <laughs> Look at that picture. Oh, interesting. Um, another weird thing about this display, all, all of the pillows that featured any kind of place they were all based in on Michigan. Proud to be a Michigan. So we had oh, a, that makes that proud makes to sense. be a Michigander. <laughs> we had the the love with Chaz the you know Michigan map instead of the O. I I don't know how to. I know Myers based in Michigan. Oh, okay. But I don't know why we have all these Michigan pillows in Indiana. Anyway, so I kept walking. <laughs> Next thing I come to is a corner corner display of uh decorative mugs oh yes i uh, found this one that says make today magical uh with a bunch of the disney princesses is that is that officially licensed disney princesses doesn't look like no, it but doesn't uh, feel that way il yeah. illustration uh so then you from uh Dude. from kind of the kitchen supply area you walk through uh this is a gold mine. girls clothing <laughs> 
uh, shoes section, and then I came to this display of uh, school supplies. So there were a bunch of Bic markers and walked right into this one that said uh, Bic Extra Life. <laughs> Is that a promise of, of this uh, energetic corridor Quite that possibly, I'm yeah. I don't know. No. I mean, this couldn't just be a coincidence that all these things are in the I mind. Totally no, not at all. I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, on the line, and is that a red line above your head? Oh my god! Oh, it is. You can actually see the red line on the ceiling. Oh. For Do you those need to go back and check what that? I'm talking about, uh, I'll, I will. I will post these to our uh, mostly defunct Instagram account, so you can follow. <laughs> yes, here and you will be rewarded. Journey. Yeah. Uh, but I continue walking, and I, I was hoping I would run through the sporting goods section. I thought, oh, man, that's kind of a missed opportunity if the ley line doesn't go straight through sporting goods. But I was in luck because I caught the uh, the tail end of the toy section and I found yes. some sports adjacent toys. So I, I decided, <laughs> you know what? I got a 20 from that ATM. I'm going to see what $20 can get me. So I got a giant tennis uh, ball. foam bat and baseball and a giant size. You got a jumbo, jumbo tennis, tennis ball? ball? That's awesome. So I never seen that before. Oh yeah, dude. that's great. Um, I mean, that tennis ball looks like it was kind of slap dashed <laughs> together <yeah. laughs> a little bit. It Some wrinkles like in that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, dude, this uh, is so incredible. From the from the uh, toy section, then you run straight into the the literature department. Uh, first book that caught the my eye was LeBron James's. Uh, children's book called I Promise um, and right across from that I found Harry Potter A History of Magic Oh yeah, uh, which was right next to <laughs> Stranger, the Stranger <laughs> Things official coloring book I found this which Stranger was next to this which was right next book. to and then just on the other side of this rack if you follow the ley line straight through the rack right on the other side what do I find <laughs> but friend of the pod Joel Osteen. Oh, yeah. Don't let him steal your joy. Uh-huh. The book, You Are Stronger Than You Think. Unleash the power to go bigger, go bold, and go beyond what limits you. And how do you unleash this power? Probably by following this energetic line yeah. between the Bermuda yeah. Triangle and Buffalo Lake in uh, Canada. Or hiding... By buying a third private yeah, jet. Or hiding well, that, tens of thousands also. of dollars behind the urinal. Yeah. <laughs> So, weird thing, right across from this, continuing to follow the line, right across from uh, where I found the Joel Osteen book, I found on the bookshelf, in the wrong spot, a, one of those special edition Life magazine of the world's most haunted oh places. Oh, my God. Ooh. Yeah. Again, coincidence? And notorious spots. So Dude. I thought that was interesting because it was just kind of out of place in that section. Who put it there? Yeah. Probably someone who felt that energy. For sure. Yeah. I, right next then, to mom uh, jokes. On the other side of that rack, I found a Clive Cussler novel uh, from the Numa Files oh, called Dark Vector. Dark Vector. Sounds like what I was walking on, huh? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, then I did have to stop by the actual sports section before I headed out, but... Get some gear. <laughs> that should be my screensaver. So, oh, that's so awesome. All in all, pretty great experience. Dude, this um, is so awesome. 
I also I texted my wife to see if she wanted me to pick my it wife from Meyer. So I uh, she asked me to get some apples and grapes. So I'll let you know if those have any Magicals. Kind of special effects on my body. Um, have you sampled them yet? I have not actually. I should have. Okay. I should have powered up. Just toss some grapes in right now. Yeah. I'm not doing that now. But, yeah. Um, grapes are a great snack. So the only other weird thing I saw in in the store again, I was there at 8 a.m. and <laughs> so there weren't a lot of people in there. Um, and I decided, you know, if I'm going to buy all this weird stuff, I should. I don't want to ring this up myself. I'll just I'll have someone ring it up for me. Yeah. So I get in the the one lane that was open, and the only other guy there was buying just an ungodly amount of meat. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kept talking to he just kept talking to the cashier about how much meat he was buying. And he's like, "Yeah, this will probably last me about a month." Was he talking did he did he also describe the freezer he was going to put it in? He didn't talk No, he didn't talk about the freezer, but he just he just kept going on and on about how much meat he's buying. He's on the carnivore uh, diet. Like the cost of the meat. Double checking like is now is this was this all late this 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 is all half off, right? And uh, and then so I was like, well that guy's kind of odd and then I go out to the parking lot. The guy again, 8 a.m. Parking lot is almost entirely empty. The guy had parked his car in the furthest possible parking spot away from the entrance <laughs> and was loading up all his meat. I couldn't figure this guy out. Do you out. think There's he has weird... a tiger or something? He could, but why yeah. does he have to park that far away? Maybe the tiger's in the car. He has to take his meat for a walk. Maybe the tiger's in the car. What kind of car do you have? Do you uh, have I a truck? That, I didn't look that closely. Um, was it the size of a was the car the size of the a tiger? Could, could you fit, fit a tiger in his vehicle? That's the question. Uh, yeah, okay. actually, I think you probably could. Um, so it was it was Dude, all in all is, it was pretty good pretty so good experience. Awesome you did the, this. the kids the kids love the sports supplies I bought. We'll see yeah. if uh, we'll see how that works. Sports the, supplies. The, Sports, Sports adjacent supplies. <laughs> I mean, here's a giant tennis the, the giant tennis ball and a foam bat. You get your pencils, erasers, and notebooks, and now we have to go get your yeah. sports supplies. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, Start if you are going to, um, if you're going to participate in any sport at any of the, the, the nine locations that I listed off, what better spot to pick up your sports supplies than the Camby, Indiana Meyer? Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. So there's going to be some special, special energy because you want the place, but you also want the, you know, your tools to, to also have been, you know, soaked in that energy. Dude, yeah. I'm glad you sent me this website. I'm going to, I'm going to be looking all around at oh, these check lines. It out. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Last, last note, I found this after the fact. Uh, have you ever heard of gravity anomalies? Mm-mm. So this is... No. Because the Earth is not a perfect spe- sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Some people would even say it's flat, but... Um, there is a... A gravity anomaly is essentially... It's the difference between what the, gra- what the predicted gravity of the Earth should be and what the actual gravity in each location oh, is. Oh, okay. So okay. as you move sure. from place to place, you're actually moving from areas of higher and lower gravity. The Camby Indiana Meyer is actually located 
oh, man. on the highest gravity anomaly in central Indiana. That's wild. Dead. Yeah. Did you did so you feel white, different? The white dot on this map is is where the Camby Mire is, and the it's right on the the northwest corner of the hot pink, which is the highest highest gravity anomaly. It's also um, the intersection the of three spot, counties. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And the only spot higher is up in. Uh, uh, I think it's uh, Trebusco, Indiana. So north, just northwest of Fort Wayne, there's another high-gravity anomaly there. Trebusco, fun fact, is the home of Oscar, which is the monster alligator snapper that supposedly devoured a whole uh, flock of ducks. It would would hop from pond to pond, and it was apparently the size of a car. Jeez, that's gross. How long? When, when did this happen? Oh, let's say 1940. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't actually okay. know. Okay, let's. Did it? Did it feel like? Did the gravity feel did different you feel to heavier? you when you were there? Um. Uh, yeah. Are you heavier or lighter? I can't say that it. I can't say that it. Oh, sorry. 1898. Cool. That's that's when the beast of Busco was spotted. Um, yeah, I can't say that I felt I can't say that I felt anything in particular. Um, but part of it was probably just that I was I was just so excited to be there in person. Yeah, uh, yeah. That yeah. it was you know hard to hard to tell from. Just I mean, my it looks like you're feeling something in these photos that you shared. Yeah. So it sure does. Pure bliss is what I'm getting. I'm sure the fire employees yeah. were also feeling something as they were watching this strange man walk yeah. around and take pictures of pillows. Yeah, anybody see that guy that was just yeah. taking pictures of stuff like, and then I walking that, around? I thought that meat guy was strange, yeah. but man. That's well done, Rowdy. Excellent presentation. Yeah, so Excellent check it reporting. Out. Check, out, uh, check, out your, uh, check out where you sit. Uh, in your neck of the woods on the unified vector geometry projection of the Earth. Just see if you pass any of these uh, any of these lines. Now, VortexHunter.com. The cool thing, is, yeah, VortexHunters.com, and you'll see a variety of different ley lines. And um, according to VortexHunters.com, um, the energy extends 30 miles out from oh. the line. So... 30 miles. Uh, but I, I opted to go just yeah. dead on, dead on yeah. the line. Yeah, you, you got to get to the source. Start. Yeah, these nine locations that I read out, you're, you are right on the ley line. So Yeah. Awesome. That's super That's helpful. all I got. All right. Well, that's I it. Think that's it. Uh, I guess that's it. We did it. Episode 302. We did sports and other things. <laughs> As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, the Junior Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casper, and Food Editor, Dennis Chu, the official Kentucky Colonel, Sean, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week. Ball Woman this week, Shakari Richardson, track phenom, Ooh. ran the 100 meters at the uh, U.S. Nationals competition in Eugene, Oregon this past week. Uh, clocking in at 10.82 seconds for the 100 meters. Uh, you catch this by chance, uh, Big City? I did. Did you did. see her throw I her did. wig off? 
I uh, did yeah, indeed. So Rowdy, yeah. she goes up to the starting blocks with a big orange, long orange wig on, and and she has for her entire career yeah. worn like a very bright colored yeah. hair, like oh, okay. and big hair, big nails, the whole thing. But like it has been very prominent, like sometimes seemingly even getting in the way. Yes, just to set the yes. stage. Wow. Anyway, but go she ahead. went into the starting right before she got into the starting block. She threw the wig off onto the track. And uh, had a, a rough first second or two, not a great start, but not a great pulled start, away yeah. in the end and came in second, I believe, in the 200 meter uh, later that week, second or third. I believe it was second. But uh, where we at, it's I've the British announcers said Shakari. A lot of people say Shakari. I've never hmm. heard her say her name. Oh, that's so I don't know if I think the I always thought it was Shikari right, too, or if he's just British. <laughs> you know, could be either way. It made it, either he's right or he's British. It it's hard to in, know. It put things into question. <laughs> anyway, Shakari Richardson, who you will remember, yeah. Rowdy got uh, ditched from the Olympic team last time around because of the marijuana. Uh, right after her yes. mother died. Um, yes. She is now a national champion at women's 100 meters. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's actually kind of, yeah, it was kind of exciting just because, like, A, it's nice if you're going to make a whole big deal about your running. Yeah. It's nice when you actually win, too. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it feels like ever since, like, that right before the Olympics, she you haven't heard much about her. She didn't, you know, was underperforming or under expectations. So it feels like she's getting yep. back to form, which is She's great. exciting. I like hmm. her. That's yeah. cool. Well, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email <laughs> the Facebook. at sports, sports, sports pod Italian at with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask... How about some sports? How about it? Yeah.